When we stop learning, we stop growing. Even if we're not consuming from the outside, like even if you're not reading a book or taking a class or studying something, we can still study our insides. Study yourself. You have the most wisdom within you, more than any book or teacher could ever give you. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, discover our unique gifts, and make a lasting impact on the world by connecting with our souls. I'm sharing with you all the wisdom and tools I've been taught on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, business, and spirituality. I'll be having conversations with other creative entrepreneurs who have manifested outward success by doing inner work. Success comes from within. Let's go on this expansive journey together. Oh my gosh, Limitless fam. This is the last episode of the season. Holy 2020, you just done done it. (laughs) It's been a ride, right? It has been a real ride. Um, I was wondering, like, what do I even say in this last episode? I'm going to take a little break. And I've been talking to you twice a week for the last couple of months and at least once a week this whole year. And I feel like we've really developed a relationship. I, I love seeing you and hearing you and connecting with you through the podcast. This community has grown so much. We're over 130,000 downloads now. I'm thrilled with what has been cultivated and the connections that have been made. I'm so thankful that you've been here with me. I definitely haven't felt alone, and I hope you haven't either during this really crazy time. And when I was wondering what I should talk about today, I thought it would be really fun to sit down and write down the top 20 lessons I learned in 2020, because there have been a many, a many lessons that I've learned this year, as I'm sure you have as well. It's been our biggest teacher. 2020, wow, has been my guru. <laughs> 2020 as a year is my biggest teacher, my biggest reflector and mirror. Wow. And I have grown so much. I've grown so much by putting myself in front of this microphone, especially every single week, sometimes twice a week, even when I didn't want to. And I just kept showing up. Sometimes I can't really even listen back to these episodes because I'm like, what the what am I, I don't even know what I'm saying. What am I doing? And and I'll start to judge myself. Um, and then I was thinking about this quote today that popped in my head. I don't know if I made it up or if it was sent to me from somewhere in the ethers or if it's a real quote, but this came into my mind, this thought of when we judge others, we're avoiding the things that we have to deal with within ourselves. And that can go for ourselves too. If we're judging ourselves, we're avoiding something that we're supposed to be looking at and healing and addressing and dealing with. And instead of judging so much this year, I really wanted to um, acknowledge and give myself some credit for the things that I have accomplished and done 
and not in a way that I typically do. You know, I, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm always about business. I'm a Capricorn. I like can't even help myself. I love business. I love creating and manifesting and putting things out there. So I typically will get really wrapped up in all of my accomplishments physically for the year. And I really didn't want to do that. I wanted to look at the lessons I learned this year because that's what I feel most proud of. And I want to share them with you because I'm sure that you can identify and align with a lot of them, if not all of them, hopefully, because there's some really, really cool stuff that came out of this shit storm of 2020, as I'd like to call it. Um, so before I go, before we dive into this, I wanted to let you know that the podcast will be coming back in the beginning of February. We're going to have a new season, new guests, all kinds of new topics. I'm going to be diving into some really deep stuff that this year I just didn't feel when I asked my intuition, when I'm connecting with my higher self was like, it's just not quite time yet. And I've done so much integration. And when I'm off the mic, I'm off Instagram and I'm in my, my presence in my life, I'm doing a lot of integration of a lot of things that I went through and and dealt with this year that I'm not quite ready to share yet, but I know that 2021 is what's coming and I will be sharing lots of stuff with you talking about all kinds of stuff that I know you're going to be into. Um, yeah, a lot of healing stuff with plant medicine and ayahuasca and mushroom ceremonies and working with healing modalities through cooking and food. Um, meditation, different practices that I've been using. And uh, yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that I haven't dove into this year. And I'm going to wait until 2021. So I'll leave you hanging on that. And if you miss me over the next couple of weeks, you can check out the YouTube channel, Limitless Soul with Kelly Mason, and I'll have 30 meditations on there for you. We're in the middle of the meditation challenge right now, so you can go hop in right now if you'd like to do that. Just go on YouTube and subscribe to our channel, and if you ring the little bell, it'll prompt you um, every time I put out a video on YouTube. I'm going to be trying to do that more and also putting some of the podcast stuff on there with videos so you can see my guests live. And, um, you can also go to our Instagram page and there's tons of IGTV live videos that we've saved and reels and all kinds of information and such over there on Instagram at limitless soul life. Um, you can also check out limitlesssoullife.com. I will be opening up three spots for one-on-one -on -one mentorship in January. Each month I'll have three spots available. They're by application only. They are my most investment-based uh, offering because they're very intimate. <laughs> they're very intimate experiences. And my clients who I work with have a lot of success physically, emotionally, spiritually, business-wise. And it's really custom. So I take a lot of time to nurture the people I work with one-on-one. -on -one. I'm also going to be coming out with some workshops that are going to be sliding scale so that anyone can join. I want everyone to be able to experience my offerings and we'll also be opening up the Limitless Collective membership again, I think in March or April. So get on the wait list for that. Um, all kinds of really awesome stuff coming up for you. 
and I'm going to try my very best to make everything available at some level, way, shape, or form for every single person who wants to work with us at Limitless Soul. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for it. It's going to be really great. All right. You ready? Ready to hop into this? Okay. So I'm going to start with number one, energy speaks louder than words. So being virtual this year, channeling energy (laughs) through the ethers has been so important. And the thing that kept coming into my mind, this was my mantra for the year was the energy behind the thing. Make love, make presence, make kindness and caring be the thing behind the thing behind the thing. And that has proven to be like one of the most important lessons I've I've learned working with people virtually, especially doing intuitive card readings and distance Reiki and auric cleansing and holding space and meditation gatherings and full moon gatherings and new moon masterminds, all these things that I do in the collective. Holy cow, like energy was super high this year. Everybody was, you know, on edge and feeling all kinds of different emotions. And so it was so important for me to make sure that my energy spoke much louder than my words, where sometimes we're not saying any words and I'm holding space. And that energy had to really be refined. So energy speaks louder than words was like my number one thing, hands down, that I learned how to do. And I'm still learning how to do it and refine it. But definitely, definitely, definitely that helped me get through this virtual reality. (laughs) Number two, discernment is imperative. Holy cow, this even could be number one. Not everyone who's nice to your face wants the best for you. Like, I learned that so loud and clear this year. Um, Developing that connection with your intuition is so important because naivete will burn you. Like there are people who will gaslight and they will convince you that you're crazy or no, I didn't say that or prove it to me. Okay, I experienced some of that this year and definitely had to learn to discern and that is not an easy thing to do because our egos can sometimes be a little bit like weak and um, have stories of unworthiness. And so when somebody starts telling you these beautiful things and things that are enticing, you can like really get caught up. They like me. Oh my gosh, they want this from me. They want me to do this. And that cannot be how we approach situations and collaborations and events and things like that. Like use your discernment. Some people are out for your good. Some people do want to help you and then other people just want to use you. So practice discernment. I learned that. <laughs> Number three, you can do anything, but you cannot do everything. This year, I started delegating more than ever. And as a recovering control freak, this was huge for me. Um, and 2021 is going to be even more, I'm going to have to relinquish more and more control. And when you're relinquishing control, especially within your business, it means that you have to develop much, 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 much better communication skills. Um, I, in my 300 hour yoga teacher training that I'm doing right now, we're working with nonviolent communication and I'm trying so hard to connect effectively and really listen and, interpret and express how I feel and ask for what I need and make requests and 
So I've really been practicing that in 2021. I want to hire more people. I'm looking for someone to help me with emails, uh, <clears throat> virtual assistants out there, hit me up. And, um, I'm also going to be working with some more people trying to, uh, just get me sorted so I can be creative and have fun and connect with you and not be, be like trying to control everyone. So definitely I learned that this year that I have to relinquish more control. Number four, trying is better than conquering. Oh my God. I ate so much pizza and drank green juice at the same time this year and didn't practice asana for like weeks at an, on an end, like practice my physical yoga practice. And I let go of so much shame around having to conquer something or dominate something or do something to its fullest potential, do something the best and just freaking try (laughs) because it was, it was tough this year, you know? And if there's one thing we've learned, it's that this dominating overly masculine, intense, like own everything and like be the best at everything mentality, like has to die. It has to die and be replaced with something more feminine and flowing and fluid and creative and watery and tapped into emotions and being led by feeling like we can't be like, I'm going to juice every day for the rest of my life. It's like those expectations are just (laughs) so crazy. So trying is better than conquering was number four. Number five, it's safe to feel my feelings. Wow. Around March, when I was out of work for three months, I couldn't work at my salon and I was just holding space here virtually. Um, The murder of George Floyd and the corona fears and political tension, I was just crawling every day. And I'm not typically a person who shows a lot of emotion and my heart just felt shattered as I'm sure yours has as well. And so many people suffering and so many people you know, hurting so deeply, including myself and recognizing that I was hurting too, was a really hard thing for me to do. Cause I'm always like person who wants to help everybody else feel better. And I really had to let that go and focus on myself and focus on my healing so that I could actually show up and be here like today feeling pretty, you know, together. Um, and in order to do that, I really needed to, uh, tap into my feelings I would normally want to fix or do or just like try to suppress and push past things and this year I was really called up to the big leagues with my feelings and I even had to take emotional classes and emotional freedom classes and (laughs) workshops to learn what a feeling was because I was so out of touch with my feelings I didn't know what they were. I couldn't even identify how I felt. If you were to ask me how I felt, I'd probably say, I don't know. And there were so many days where I would just be a mess crying. And my husband's like, Oh my God, we're crying again. Okay. Okay. All right. Is this the new thing? Like, are we doing this now? And I'm like, yes, we're doing this now. And at first it kind of freaked him out, kind of freaked my family out because they're not used to seeing me like that. I'm pretty tough. And I just, I don't know. I, I, I never have been that person if you've heard my journey. And I think it, you know, it stems back from childhood. It stems back to a lot of things, you know, but this year I worked on that a lot and it's been very liberating, very liberating. And I feel like I've developed so much more empathy for others and 
how others feel and not knowing how they feel because I can't be in their lived experience, but identifying different feelings and knowing how they feel in my own body because I know what they feel like instead of just being like, nope, I only feel, I don't feel any of that. I had to learn how to feel those things. So that was freaking powerful. Number six, stand for something or fall for anything. Oh my God, oh my God. Creating my business in a new way with many tears and helping people in as many ways possible is so important to me. And just like I was saying, empathy, like taking into consideration all kinds of people in different walks of life and different privileges and paths and opportunities is really, 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 really important to me as I grow this business, because I don't want to build it on something that is going to be a part of the problem. And sometimes we only do what we know. And, you know, I've only experienced business in certain ways. So I've had to really step outside my box and and listen. Oh my God, that's on my list too. Listen to what other people are doing and how they're doing it and figure out what works best for me and what I can actually apply and work with in my business. So I'm taking that to the next level in 2021 so that I can give back and collaborate. This year I was able to give back to some charities. I was able to collaborate and work with people. Um, I was able to give so many free um, card readings and Reiki treatments, and I was able to do some free mentoring with people. And so it it really was beautiful to be able to do that. And I want to be able to create something um, that has longevity and sustainability and is inclusive and it includes all people. And I, I have opportunities for anyone at any place of their life who wants to work with me. Um, so that's a big goal of mine and I'm still working on it to move into the next level because business is not something that I learned in college. I have learned it from Google and YouTube. So (laughs) that's just how I roll, you know? So I'm figuring it out the best that I can step-by-step, day-by-day, getting tapped into my core values. Number seven is who I am can't be put in a category or a damn box. I learned that this year, like, so, so strongly, so loud and clear. When I started this podcast, it was called Limitless Hairdresser. And I had the hardest time breaking out of that identity. Like I had been in the been in the hairdressing industry for 14 years. I still am actually. And it was so hard for me to like not, when somebody asked me what I do or who I am, I always just say I'm a hairdresser. And although I love being a hairdresser and that's part of my craft, there are so many things that I like to do, music, art. I love doing like digital marketing. I love holding space. I love doing so many things. I I love teaching classes. I love being a mom. I love being a yogi. I love being a meditator. I like being creative and, and creating new pathways of business and entrepreneurship. I cannot be put in a box and I refuse. And I'm really excited about that because it just takes all of the limits off. I realized this year I cannot be limited in anything (laughs) like yes have direction intention purpose and uh you know take actionable steps in a in a way that's going to create manifestation and I'm not just like shooting ideas all over the place however I want to have flexibility within what that looks like because 
what's the fun in that? Just being like, well, I'm this and I guess I'm that forever. So I learned that about myself for sure this year. Number eight, I'm obsessed with being in person and working, like obsessed. I love being virtual. I love having this podcast. I love doing everything that I can do online, but I am so glad I listened to my intuition because in March, April, May, June, I damn near closed my salon. I was so close. Like things were falling apart. I had no money. It was a mess. As a lot of you are in these same situations where you had to make really hard decisions, I decided to hang on to it. And I'm so glad I listened to myself because I do not want to give up having that in-person connection. It keeps me grounded. It keeps me sane. It keeps me anchored here in Michigan or else I don't know, I might float away. Um, And in fact, I expanded it. Actually, today, as I'm recording this, my my Reiki and energy healing room should be finished. So I'm able to service people locally um, with that uh, offering. So I'm really excited about that. And I'll also have a place to go outside of my house because I do everything in my home with my two children, dog and husband. And it's crazy town. So if any of this keeps lasting into the next year, I need to get out of here. So that's happening and I'm so excited and I can't wait until 2021 because secret insider uh message I am going to be hosting a retreat in Costa Rica so that is going to be happening I've been dreaming about it I was supposed to happen this year it didn't happen I've had tremendous patience and I am freaking ready so really excited about that um and hopefully some more in-person stuff for 2021 maybe later in the year Number nine, being comfortable in my body is possible. I never thought that I would be comfortable in this skin suit. Like since I was a kid, I just was like awkward and I would be, you know, I'd be like wearing a Nike Speedo bathing suit. Like, hey, I never liked my teeth. I always had this thick, coarse horse hair. Um, I just never really felt comfortable in my skin. I always felt awkward. I always felt weird. I always felt just very odd. You know how people say, I just don't feel comfortable in my body. I have never felt comfortable in my body. I felt very strange in my body. I didn't feel sexy or like like a sexual woman or anything like that. And this year, like that all changed. <laughs> like it totally changed. I don't know what. I'm about to be 34. I don't know if it's because I'm just starting to accept myself, but like, I love my hair. I'm like, my skin is really nice. I just starting to love myself. And I started looking at myself in the mirror, like nude. I started mirror gazing and looking into my eyes and talking to myself like this wake waking meditation. I started doing photo shoots where I actually liked the way I looked in the pictures because I could tell that the energy behind the image was actually me and not my ego and all of my insecurities. So that's been a really fun journey for me and an exciting one that I'm, I'm, I'm really open to developing and keeping on, um, working on, but finally, like through yoga, through meditation, through so much forgiveness and letting go of shame and all of these things. Oh my God, it's just a whole lifetime of work, but it's possible. It is possible. It's not all the way there yet. There's definitely times I look at myself and I'm like, that's gross. But it is happening and I'm very proud of myself. Number 10, 
it's okay to try out different things and figure out what vibes. I've been trying singing and playing around with musical instruments for healing and art and I painted and I drew and I have been writing and I took a writing um, generative and I signed up for a book writing course and there's so many things that I'm really excited to try out and see like what sticks, what I want to do next, where I want to take this and not put myself in a box. Number 11, giving equals receiving. This is a principle that I've really anchored into my life in the last several years and I've taught in many classes. Um, but this year I, I really feel in my body that I accepted it as a as a real truth and a real lesson that without any expectations or attachments, abundance will flow. You don't have to hang on to things and hoard things and keep things um for a fear that you won't have enough. And that I learned so deeply that my needs are always going to be met. I give, I gave away sessions for free. This podcast is free. I give away so much free content on YouTube. I did a free webinar and I always have what I need. I've been able to give to the Loveland Foundation, which helps um, black teens and young girls have therapy for free. I gave um, to the Safe and Sound Foundation, which helps with childhood trauma therapy. I donated money to the bailout funds when there was a lot of riots going on and people trying to speak their truth. It was a really beautiful year of giving, and I always felt like I had enough. And even when I wasn't working and even when I was just like peddling like $30 card readings during three months of my life, (laughs) like... I always had enough. I always had my needs met. And I just feel so good to be free of that like hoarding mentality. Like I need to keep so much and be able to really give things away. Number 12, nothing is permanent and everything changes. Don't get attached to what is because it will change. And if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that. Number 13, being quiet healing and listening is medicine. I listened to so many voices this year, black women, indigenous women, the queer community, my friends, my family, my parents, my husband, my children, my coworkers. I like totally opened up my ears this year and listened and listened and listened. And um, it really was healing. I listened to myself. Oh my God. And I just got really quiet. And it, it allows me to be outwardly loud for the things that I believe in by being quiet. Number 14, kids are wise Buddhas. This is the truth. I have spent more time with my children this year than I ever have before because I've typically been traveling and all around and I have been with them. They've taught me so much unconditional love. I mean, they always have, but this year, my gosh, the lessons really shone through. Like they're resilient. They had to deal with all of this stuff as we did and they're just so graceful with their compassion and their forgiveness and they play all the time. Like, I just want to be like you. Number 15, when we stop learning, we stop growing. 
even if we're not consuming from the outside, like even if you're not reading a book or taking a class or studying something, we can still study our insides. Study yourself. You have the most wisdom within you, more than any book or teacher could ever give you. And me. So I have been studying myself when I'm not reading a book or I'm not taking a class. I'm observing myself. I'm seeing how I'm behaving, how I'm reacting, how I'm acting. And I've learned so much. I've learned so, so much for myself. Number 16, not doing anything is doing something. (laughs) FYI, I learned that if I'm not doing anything, like I took so many naps this year. Oh my God. So many naps so many baths. I was like the bath queen. It's like a spa in this place. And I never take the time to do nothing. I'm always like busy. I'm always like, I got to write an email. I got to write this down. I got to do this. I got to record this. I got to go here. I got to write this down. I'm just always doing stuff. Like I'm just a busybody. and not doing anything is actually doing something. It's called healing. It's called resting and it's okay to do it. Number 17, loungewear is clothing. Yeah, I learned that. Like, never underestimate the power of a really comfortable outfit and a blanket because that got me through this whole year. I have this pink blanket and, like, that is just what I lived in. I mean, I'm telling you what. It was a vibe. It was a whole vibe. All right, number 18. Where are we at here? Ooh. When I write, I can see myself. I started writing a lot this year. And when I write and I read it back, it's like I can see myself in a different way. For some reason, when I'm talking and I hear myself back, it's different. But when I'm writing, it's like I'm reading it back in my own mind. Like I don't have all these other senses involved. And it's like reading a book, you know, you get to be the character, you get to create the character in your mind. And so it's like I get to see myself for who I really am, who she is, who I am. And that's been a really beautiful experience through journaling. And I've been writing short stories and poetry um, and all kinds of stuff like that. It's been really, really beautiful. Number 19, I am a full-blown earth witch and I am not afraid anymore to even say it or express it because... I have always been afraid of myself and my power, my personal power. Since I was a kid, I have been very intuitive, and I've talked about this a lot. I have been able to hear messages, and I've been aware of my awareness. I've been aware of myself and my consciousness. I've had a very deep existential relationship with myself since I was I don't know, probably eight is when I can remember like looking at myself in the mirror and actually having a conversation with myself. Um, and as that developed and I was aware of it, like it definitely freaked my parents out. My parents always thought I was different and strange and weird. And now they're like, you're still different, strange and weird, but we love you still. And we accept you (laughs) for all of it. Um, And I've always had this really deep connection with nature, uh, with the sky, with earth, with water, with fire, like all of the elements. I've just always had this connection with it. And this year really solidified to me, you know, 
this has always been who I am through lifetimes, and I really have accepted that this year. Whether you want to call it a witch or an intuitive or a healer or whatever, you know, whatever name. But I, I, I this is probably a whole entire another podcast, but I did a past life regression and was all the way back in this hypno, hypnosis state into a past life where I definitely was a witch. And I came out of it. I mean, I'm talking like 1500s, 1600s. And I came out of this experience and told um, the person who's facilitating this for me, oh my God, like I, this is what I saw. This is who I was. This is what I'm doing. And I, I've just kind of been accepting that this year that this is who I am and I can't escape it <laughs> and it's okay and it's lovely and it's important and it's needed. So that has been a really, really beautiful thing to, to own my gifts and own who I am and, and, um, not feel weird or ashamed. And as you do this, you meet so many other people who have the same kind of abilities and have harnessed these same things. Uh, within themselves. So that's been a really cool thing to do as well. Great lesson in self-acceptance for sure. And number 20, if you think you are, wow. That's probably the biggest lesson I learned in 2020 is the things that we think are the things that we create. Our words are spells, our thoughts are magic. And our minds are the most powerful thing that we have. There's, they create. You think and you create. And I wanted to read you this poem. I have it right in front of me. It's on my corkboard. I'm, I'm going to end with this. And I honor your time and I thank you for being here. And I cannot wait to see what 2021 has in store for us. I hope we stay connected. Please stay in the loop. And this is the poem, The Man Who Thinks He Can by Walter Wintle. And it says, if you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If, you do, if you'd like to win, but you think you can't, it's almost a sense you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in the world we find success being with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win a prize. Life's battles don't go away to the stronger or faster man, but sooner or later, the man who wins is the one who thinks he can. So believe in yourself, believe in your dreams. You have something that no one else has. I have something that no one else has, and that is us, our being, ourselves. There's so much abundance coming our way. I, I just see it. I see it all over and just keep holding a high vision, connecting with yourself, loving yourself, loving the journey, giving thanks, and it's all going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my 20 lessons of 2020. Let me know what you think, and I will see you in 2021.